Happy Monday, everybody. My name is Brandon Rosa, and welcome to episode 172 of the Xbox in 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. Every Monday, this podcast covers new game releases, the previous week's gaming news, and we all are in an Xbox-related fun fact together. The show is on YouTube and podcast services around the world, so please subscribe in your favor and leave a review. Xboxin10.com, no numbers, is your quick source for links to all of our podcast destinations and social media profiles that you can follow at Xboxin10. To start, let's talk game releases. The big game out last week was NBA 2K23. The games coming out this week include Little Orpheus, Isonzo, Nobody Saves the World, Frozen Hearth, Last Beat Enhanced, Cube 10th Anniversary, Devoured by Darkness, Family Man, You Suck at Parking, Despot's Game Dystopian Army Builder, Blind Fate, Edo no Yami, Wayward Strand, SBK 22, Plunder Panic, Amazing Chicken Adventures, and Knights and Guns. A new update for Xbox Game Pass has been released. You can now play Disney Dreamlight Valley on Cloud Console and PC, Opus Magnum on PC, Train Sim World 3 on console and PC. On September 13th, Ashes of the Singularity Escalation on PC, as well as DC Legends of Super Pets The Adventures of Crypto and Ace on Cloud Console and PC. On September 14th, you can play You Suck at Parking on Cloud Console and PC. On September 15th, you can pick up Metal Hellsinger on PC and Xbox Series X and S, as well as The Spots Game on console and PC. Now on to last week's biggest news stories, and it's going to be a longer one as we have nine to cover this week. Number one, Ubisoft Forward September 22, everything announced. Evan Bankhurst at IGN writes, A brand new Ubisoft Forward has finally arrived, and alongside reveals from Mario Rabbids, Sparks of Hope, and Skull and Bones, it gave us a glimpse into the future of Assassin's Creed. From Assassin's Creed Infinity and its first game that will take us to feudal Japan to the official reveal of Assassin's Creed Mirage to the news that Trackmania will be headed to consoles, we've gathered all the biggest news from the latest Ubisoft Forward for you here. Assassin's Creed Infinity officially revealed with two new games and one is set in feudal Japan. Ubisoft has officially revealed Assassin's Creed Infinity, a new platform and hub that will serve as the future of Assassin's Creed's franchise. Furthermore, Ubisoft shared that the first two games for the platform, one that will follow the life of a shinobi in feudal Japan, and another helmed by Watch Dogs Legion director Clint Talking. Assassin's Creed Infinity is not a game itself, but a place where players will explore and jump into future entries. Beginning with feudal Japan game Assassin's Creed Codename Red, while not much was revealed about the second game, Assassin's Creed Codename Hex, it was revealed that it will be a very different type of Assassin's Creed game and may feature witchcraft. In addition to the single player games, Ubisoft also shared that Assassin's Creed's multiplayer will return in some form, although it said details will come at a later date. Assassin's Creed Mirage is set in Baghdad 20 years before the events of Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Following its reveal last week, Assassin's Creed Mirage got its big reveal today at Ubisoft Forward and was confirmed that this new adventure will take place in Baghdad 20 years before the events of Valhalla. It will star Basim Ib Ishak and is designed to be a modern take on the original gameplay template for the earlier Assassin's Creed games. During development, the team at Ubisoft Bordeaux focused on the same three design pillars as the original Assassin's Creed game, stealth, parkour, and assassinations. Assassin's Creed Mirage will be released in 2023. Assassin's Creed Codename Jade is an open-world Assassin's Creed game for mobile devices. The Assassin's Creed franchise is getting a new mobile entry set in ancient China called Assassin's Creed Jade. According to Ubisoft, it will feature classic Assassin's Creed gameplay and will take place in an open world that was built to work well with the touch controls. In addition to sharing that Assassin's Creed Jade will let players create their own Assassin protagonist for the first time ever in the series, Jade will also let players explore China in the year 215 BCE and even parkour across the Great Wall of China. Assassin's Creed Valhalla, the last chapter till tie up the loose ends of Ivor's story. Every update headed to Assassin's Creed Valhalla called The Last Chapter will tie up loose ends of Ivor's story. Mario plus Robert's Spark of Hope will get post-launch content with Rayman. 
Alongside a brand new trailer showcasing the adorable chaotic gameplay, Ubisoft confirmed that Mario Rabbids Spark of Hope will be getting DLC, including one that will bring Rayman into the world of Mario Plus Rabbids. Skull and Bones trailer shows off ship customization and the trading network called The Helm. Skull and Bones is set to finally set sail on November 8th, and this Ubisoft forward revealed a new trailer focusing on ship customization, the in-game trading network known as The Helm, and much more. It was also confirmed that Skull and Bones will feature cross-platform play at launch. Trackmania is headed to consoles with cross-platform play and cross-progression. After years of being a PC exclusive, Ubisoft's Trackmania is finally headed to consoles in 2023, and it will include cross-play and cross-progression with its PC counterpart. While no Switch version was mentioned, it was confirmed that it will arrive on Series X and S, PS5, Google Stadia, and Amazon Luna. Just Dance 2023 announced for a holiday release. Just Dance is back once again in 2023 and it looks to sport a shiny new look. This new century will arrive in holiday 2022 for Xbox Series X and S, PS5, and Switch, and will include a brand new Dance On Demand platform, alongside new online multiplayer features and a new interface. As with previous Just Dance games, it will receive a constant stream of free, regular content updates. Rainbow Six Mobile Gameplay Revealed Gameplay was shown for Rainbow Six Mobile, a brand new free-to-play game that was built from the ground up for mobile. For those interested in giving it a shot, there will be a closed beta on September 12th, and Google Play users can sign up now. When Rainbow Six Mobile launches in the future, we'll have 5v5 matches, crossplay, and voice chat. The Division Heartland is gearing up for another testing phase. The Division Heartland, the free-to-play game set in the world of Ubisoft Massive's Tom Clancy series, is still on track for a release in 2022 or 2023 on PC, consoles, and cloud. While Ubisoft wasn't ready to be more specific with a release date, it did say that Heartland will have another testing phase that players can sign up for now. The Division 2 Season 10 Prince of Power will have agents hunting down General Peter Anderson. The upcoming season of The Division 2 Season 10 Prince of Power will see agents embark on a new manhunt to track down General Peter Anderson, a True Sons leader trying to ally with the Black Tusk against The Division. The new season will launch on September 13th. The Division Resurgence, a mobile spinoff, is accepting signups for its next testing phase. The Division Resurgence is a new mobile title set in the Division universe, and Ubisoft is currently welcoming those interested in trying it out to sign up for its next testing phase. This upcoming test will focus on PvP modes like the Dark Zone and Conflict. Now for some of the smaller bite-sized news that we'll just touch on the headline, so if you want to learn more. Such as, Riders Republic is teaming up with Vans and getting BMX biking. The Crew 2 is getting ice tracks for the first time. Mythic Quest Season 3 gets a new sneak peek. Brawlhalla is crossing over with Castlevania. Netflix and Ubisoft are partnering on a live-action Assassin's Creed adaptation, alongside three mobile games based on Assassin's Creed, Valiant Hearts, and Mighty Quest. Ubisoft Plus celebrates its third anniversary with a gift to PC, Google Stadia, and Amazon Luna players. Ooh, that was a mouthful and almost an entire show, but Ubisoft did announce a lot, albeit nothing really for me here. I know Assassin's Creed is huge, there's a lot of you fans out there. The biggest one for me was I actually really enjoyed Mario Plus Rabbids on my Switch. I'm gonna check that out. Skull and Bones doesn't do anything for me, haven't played Trackmania. Just Dance, I Ain't Dancing, and Rainbow Six, just not for me. Number two, PlayStation's Jim Ryan calls out Xbox's Call of Duty promise inadequate on many levels. Logan Plant at IGN writes, Last week, Xbox boss Phil Spencer said that new Call of Duty games will remain on PlayStation platform for, quote, at least several more years, end quote, after Activision's current contract with Sony expires. Now PlayStation CEO Jim Ryan is calling Spencer's offer, quote, inadequate, end quote. In a statement to GameIndustry.biz, Ryan said he didn't intend to comment on the business discussion until Spencer brought it into the public forum. Quote, Microsoft has only offered for Call of Duty to remain on PlayStation for three years after the current agreement between Activision and Sony ends. After almost 20 years of Call of Duty on PlayStation, their proposal was inadequate on many levels and failed to take account of the impact on our gamers. We want to guarantee PlayStation gamers continue to have the highest quality Call of Duty experience, and Microsoft's proposal undermines this principle, end quote, Ryan said. 
Spencer recently confirmed that future Call of Duty entries will join Xbox Game Pass but launch on PlayStation on the same day. There's no timetable yet for as which upcoming Activision Blizzard games will appear on the Game Pass following Xbox's $68.7 billion acquisition of the company. This was simply perplexing. I get it, Big Jim of PlayStation. You don't want to see Call of Duty off your platform. Hate to break it to you, I don't think Call of Duty is going anywhere, and really this deal would last up until 2027 if they were even to consider removing Call of Duty from one of its biggest platforms, if not its biggest. And I just think it's so hypocritical considering we as Xbox fans still can't play Final Fantasy VII Remake, we're not going to get the new Final Fantasy game, Persona finally just came to Xbox and is coming. It's just, they've had so many exclusives, they tie them up all the time, how is this any different? I get it's your biggest thing, you're scared, you're backed into a corner, but man, we're just airing the dirty laundry out in the public forum now from both sides. Not looking good and only stoking the console wars. Number three, Stalker 2 reportedly delayed Xbox refunding pre-orders. Heidi Nicholas at True Achievements writes, A report suggests that Stalker 2 Heart of Chernobyl can't currently be pre-ordered on the Microsoft Store while existing pre-orders are being refunded. The report claims that the refunds are due to Stalker 2 Heart of Chernobyl having been postponed to an unconfirmed date in the future. The report comes from XGP and suggests that players who pre-ordered Stalker 2 have been refunded and told that the game has been postponed indefinitely and it does seem that pre-orders are currently unavailable. Ukrainian studio GSC GameWorld has shared updates about its difficult experiences since Russia's invasion of Ukraine. A dev diary shared back in June detailed what life had been like for the studio's employees since the invasion. The difficulties endured would more than explain any postponement of Stalker 2, although this hasn't yet officially been confirmed by the devs. I understand why this is happening. Obviously, it's very sad. We have more important things in video games when it comes to the safety of that studio and the people in the country. Heart goes out to them, but wanted to share this news for anyone that was looking forward to playing Stalker 2. It is currently indefinitely delayed. Number 4. Marvel's Midnight Suns gets a new release date for PC, Xbox, and PlayStation. Matt Kim at IGN writes, After another delay, Marvel's Midnight Suns has a new release date. The new Marvel strategy game from Firaxis will be coming to new-gen consoles and PC on December 2nd, 2022. The Switch version remains without a release date. Midnight Suns was announced in 2021 and was released out to be released on October 7th, 2022, with the Switch version being released later. In August, the title was further delayed and will now be released in December. However, the Switch version still hasn't received a release date. Developed by Firaxis Games, Midnight Suns will be familiar to fans of XCOM. Players can control iconic heroes like Doctor Strange and Ghost Rider and have them move to various locations along the map strategically to take out enemies. I'm still very cautiously optimistic about this game. I don't like the card stuff, but I do like some turn-based games like I mentioned in Mario Plus Rabbids. Excited to see this game. Hopefully it's going to get good reviews, and December 2nd seems like a decent time for it to release, as long as they're not scared of the Callisto Protocol coming soon after. Number 5. Xbox and Twitch are hosting an indie game showcase next week. Tom Ivan at VGC writes, The idea at Xbox event will feature Metal Hellsinger, You Suck at Parking, and more. Xbox and Twitch have announced plans to host the indie game showcase next week. Following a half-hour pre-show, the 90-minute-plus main event will be streamed via Twitch on Wednesday, September 14th at 1 p.m. Eastern. Quote, the main showcase itself will feature updates for Metal Hellsinger, You Suck at Parking, and more, and quote, said Microsoft's Jessica Rennell. Quote, look for new announces and trailers, what's coming to Game Pass, a deeper dive with developer interviews, and gameplay of Ghostbusters, Spirits Unleashed, plus a couple of other fun titles, end quote. These don't usually have blockbuster announcements, but they're always good showcases for the games coming up, and especially now with Game Pass being as big as it is, a lot of these games coming to Game Pass. Very exciting, looking forward to it. Number 6. Cyberpunk 2077 Any Development on PS4 and Xbox One, CD Projekt Red Confirms. Diego Ramos Becerra at IGN writes, CD Projekt Red has decided to end development of new content for the PS4 and Xbox One versions of Cyberpunk 2077, confirming in an update note that future expansions, including the recently announced Phantom Liberty, will only be released on PC, PS5, Stadia, and Xbox Series X and S. Following patch 1.6, the Edge Runners update, 
They'll focus their attention and resources on the new-gen versions of Cyberpunk 2077. However, they're still committed to and will continue to provide technical support for the last-gen versions of the game, according to the release. Quote, in practice, that means after patch 1.6, your game will continue to work on previous-gen consoles, and we will continue to provide technical support to players as we do with all of our other games. However, new content updates and improvements will no longer be available for previous-gen consoles, including the upcoming expansion, end quote. CD Projekt Red has stressed that though the decision to end the development of future content was a difficult decision, they chose to do so because they believe the scope of the expansion makes releasing it for previous-gen consoles technologically challenging without compromising player experience. This is exciting, and this is what they should have just done with the damn game from when it first released. Unfortunately, cancel the last-gen versions of the game, or just launch it on PC with next-gen consoles coming later. It sounds like they're finally getting this game into the good place they needed to, and I've been waiting to play it, so I think I'm going to wait for this DLC to come out so that they can work on it, patch it up, make sure it's in good condition, then I'll jump in this whole game and this DLC that does look pretty good. Number 7. Xbox Update Adds Series X and S Party Chat Noise Suppression Heidi Nicholas at True Achievements writes, a big part of the latest Xbox update is that it adds the party chat noise suppression feature for Xbox Series X and S consoles for the option of fewer unwanted noises and interruptions. The update which arrives today brings party chat noise suppression to Xbox Series X and S consoles to get rid of various unwanted background noises. The feature can also be turned off if you prefer. Quote, if you use party chat on your Xbox Series X and S console, you may notice fewer unwanted noises and interruptions than before, end quote, the Xbox team says. Quote, noise suppression helps remove noises like gamepad clicks, breathing, and background noise from your parties, end quote. If you want to turn this off to keep listening to background noises like music, you can do so by heading to options under parties and chats in the guide. This is exciting if it works, and I'm going to tell you why. I've done many a Destiny raid now with people online that I do not know. They might have fans blaring in the background, children screaming, all sorts of unwanted noises when you're trying to dial it in and take down a raid boss. I hope this works well and that many people take advantage. Number 8, Xbox Elite 2 controllers will be customizable in the Xbox Design Lab later this year. Tom Warren at The Verge writes, Microsoft is bringing its Xbox Elite 2 controllers to the company's Xbox Design Lab later this year. Xbox owners will be able to order custom color variants of the Xbox Elite 2 in the same way they currently can for existing Xbox Series S and X controllers. Co-player choice has always been at the core of the Elite Series design philosophy. That's why we're also excited to announce that we will be bringing Elite Wireless Series 2 controllers to Xbox Design Lab later this holiday, end quote. Explains Daniel Ruiz, Senior Marketing Manager for Xbox Accessories. Quote, we'll have more details to share at a later date, end quote. The announcement that Xbox Elite 2 controllers are coming to Design Lab arrives just after Microsoft announces a more affordable Xbox Elite 2 Core controller. The Core model is priced at $129.99 but doesn't ship with the usual interchangeable components. These have to be purchased separately. Microsoft hasn't revealed all the color options that will be available for the Xbox Elite 2 controllers in the Design Lab, but a teaser video shows purple, pink, white, red, blue, orange, and green options. The core model ships in a new white option, so it's easy to imagine this becoming the standard Xbox Design Lab option without the interchangeable components. What a smart move by them, as Sony just relieved their, quote, Elite controller, but they have not announced the price, and I was scared they were going to undercut Xboxes and make them look bad. However, this seems to be the best of both worlds with that core controller at $129.99, and then obviously the Design Lab. I'm scared for this, I'm excited for this, I never wanted to take advantage of the Xbox Design Lab controllers because I was spoiled with my Series 1 controller, then the Series 2. Can't play a console game without all the back buttons now, I know, it's me, but this is awesome, this is exciting, I love the options that we have as gamers on the Xbox platform. And number 9, an improved Xbox home screen is finally coming in 2023. Sean Carey at True Achievements writes, Microsoft is testing a brand new Xbox home screen that will roll out to all Xbox consoles in 2023. The UI improvements include a new jump back in row and make it easier to access apps such as settings and the Microsoft Store. 
The new Xbox Home UI is part of a multi-month series of experiments Microsoft is running so it can learn how to create a more personalized home experience and address some of the top trends and fan requests. These new changes are currently rolling out to a random subset of Xbox insiders and the alpha skip ahead ring with the idea they'll be made available to all users in 2023 when Microsoft launches the new home experience in full. I wanted to highlight this as I guess I'm pretty nerdy about UI and especially when it's done right. While I feel the Xbox current UI works very well, from the screenshots of this it looks like they're just going to touch it up just enough to make it even sweeter than it currently is. Check it out if you're interested. As always we end our show with a fun fact about Xbox and since we're talking about Ubisoft, many Ubisoft game releases on the Xbox hardware, let's do a little history lesson on them. So Ubisoft was founded on March 12th, 1986. Ubisoft Entertainment SA, formerly Ubisoft Entertainment Software, does business as Ubisoft, formerly Ubisoft, is a French multinational video game publisher headquartered in Rennes, France. It is known for developing games for several acclaimed video game franchises, including Assassin's Creed, Far Cry, Just Dance, Prince of Persia, Rayman, and Tom Clancy. And it has over 10,000 employees. Obviously, Ubisoft has such a mark on Xbox, many, many, many millions of people play Assassin's Creed, Just Dance, Prince of Persia, Rainbow Six, so they're huge on Xbox. However, for me over the years, I've simply just waned off of Ubisoft games entirely, and I've tied more to EA. But that's just me. Thank you all for listening to the Xbox in 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. If you like the show, please do me the favor. It's going to help grow the show, it's going to help me personally, and I'd really appreciate it. Share with your friends. More importantly, leave a review. It's going to help the podcast grow. And then follow on all social media at Xbox in 10. This past week, I have not done much time on my Xbox as I finally finished The Last of Us Part 1. The first Last of Us is my favorite game of all time. I'm so jealous for people experiencing this game for the first way in this format as it just makes the game so much more impactful. The cinematics just hit that much harder with this fidelity. Love my time with it. My next game, I think, is going to be to finish up The Quarry on my Xbox, which I never finished or replaying God of War on my PS5 in preparation for Ragnarok in a few months. My name is Brandon Rosa, you can follow me on Xbox at Rosa93. Hope you all have a great week, stay safe, and keep on gaming.